0: Welcome to Imperfect Action with Brock Edwards. And today we're going to do something a little different. So no guests today, uh, j- just my voice coming over the the airwaves here. And I have been reflecting on a couple of articles that have had a huge impact on me. They were both published in 2017. I've Printed them, marked them up, held on to them, and came across them today. And like I say, was just really reflecting on them, and they really seem to echo and underscore several of my most recent guests. You know, it seems like recently I've had several guests who are really focused on purpose, on meaning, on creating impact. Um, you know, most of the guests actually are, are talk about those things, but I've had a few just really, really focused on it. That's what they spend their days doing. And uh, that you know, it's largely coincidental that they've all come up at about the same time. It wasn't planned. I, I would love to say I have a you know editorial calendar going out for the next year and planning out what what's going to happen when. But uh, really, because people often have to reschedule at the last minute, sometimes there's technical issues forcing a rescheduling. Things come up, and or sometimes people schedule a couple of months in advance. Uh, it, I always find it curious when we end up with a, a string of people all talking about similar things. And the first article I wanted to talk about is by Anthony Moore, and it's called Why Most People Will Remain in Mediocrity. He published this in November of 2017. I think it was on Medium. A quick Google search should turn it up. Anthony Moore, Why Most People Will Remain in Mediocrity. And he starts off with a quote from Tim Ferriss, and it, it just says, it's lonely at the top. 99% of people are convinced they're incapable of achieving great things, so they aim for mediocre. The level of competition is thus fiercest for realistic goals, paradoxically making them the most competitive. And one of his first points, one of the reasons he believes most people will be stuck in mediocrity is that he says most people are simply not willing to fail. And if you're not willing to fail, you guarantee you'll stay average at best. And he goes on to uh, mention that the, the mediocre majority doesn't value learning. Most people aren't willing to put themselves out there to stretch their comfort zone, to really question their thoughts and question their actions and dig in and try something new. And then he goes on to quote uh, Darren Hardy, who is the publisher of Success Magazine. And he said that Darren Hardy once remarked that he's always glad when something is difficult because that means most people will not ever do it. And he adds, ironically, the fiercest competition is for second-class prizes. And I find that so fascinating that so many of us, and I certainly put myself in this category, because we're not willing to not just dream big, but believe big, we we end up often just kind of scuffling for the scraps versus going out and into that blue, blue ocean territory where no one else is playing. And, and I've always thought about this as playing bigger. In fact, I use that as a hashtag for a while. You know, it just, we can always play bigger. We can always show up more in our lives. And uh, in fact, Anthony Moore goes on to talk about the winners act like winners before they become a winner. And then his final point is that uh, those who avoid mediocrity seek expertise and transformation excuse me, seek experience and transformation versus money and titles. They you know, there. Those who are go beyond mediocre are aiming at something bigger. So that's the first one. I, I really, really encourage you to, to dig it up and, and read it. Um, like I say, I'm kind of going through this idea of where am I not playing big enough? How can I play bigger? How, where is my belief in what I'm capable of doing, holding me back? And, um, Ah, It's just such a great thought to think about. And then taking that a step further, because I am very interested in purpose. Purpose is very, very important to me. It guides a lot of what I do. I have a a very definite purpose in my mind of what it is that I want to do and and the reason that I'm here. And the the next article, which kind of echoes or bridges those thoughts, is by Ryan Holiday, uh, one of my absolute favorite writers. He takes big ideas and makes them very simple, easy to understand. And uh, anyway, he did an article also in 2017 called How to Live a Full Life and Leave Nothing on the Table by 30. Um, And he lists 40 different things that he thinks everyone should do. Uh, And I suspect a lot of this is talking to himself as well. But uh, one of the things he mentions, in fact, it's number 27. He says, work a lot. He goes on to say that everyone loves to repeat the line, on your deathbed, you won't be happy you work so much. And he says, "Um, I'm very proud of what I do. I will be re- reflecting happily on all of it. What no one sits there and thinks is how glad they are that they got good at video games, how many restaurants they ate at, the time they spent chasing girls or boys, or political arguments they got into. There are many, many, many more wasteful and regrettable things we do than work. Pouring yourself into something you believe contributes to the world is one of the best ways to feel content and accomplished. Don't sell this short. I think that's a really, really profound point because I think that that deathbed regret of spending too much time in the office is spending too much time doing work that we don't find meaningful. Meaningful. Work that we don't find has impact on the world. Work that we we don't find purpose or connection to. I think he's onto something when, when he points out that it's not the trivialities that we we look fondly back on. It, it's the meaning and the significance and the impact that we have that we look fo- fondly back on. So I take his advice: is don't waste your time on things that don't have meaning and purpose and impact for you, but really figure out what those are and dig in. And that is how you contribute to the world. And that is how you end up at the other end of your life, reflecting happily back on it. So I leave you with those thoughts. Uh, this year is wrapping up. I'm really, really excited for the past several months. Uh, this is episode 34. And so we've been making some great ground and got lots of good good stuff in the pipeline coming up. I'm very excited for it. Uh, always looking th- Forward to feedback, thoughts, questions, comments. I've even had a few people reach out to me to see about being a guest on this show. As always, you can reach me at imperfect action podcast. That's all one word imperfect action podcast at gmail.com. Or you can find me on Twitter. It's just at Brock Edwards, at B R O C E D W A R D S. Really look forward to hearing from everyone. I'd love to know what, what was your favorite episode for this year? What information have you put into use? Who have you shared this podcast with that's really made a difference? Anyway, uh, as we wrap up the year, we may have one more before, th- maybe two more before the end of the year, but it's getting close here. Anyway, um, happy holidays to everyone, and go have some go have some impact on the world. Hey, thank you for listening to Imperfect Action today. Let me know what your favorite takeaway was. What what are you going to take from this show and put into action in your life right now today to help you move forward? Hit me up in the comments or on Twitter. I'm dying to hear how is this show helping you to move forward? Now, one of the things I want to mention was that today's episode was brought to you by NutraFit. Now, I tried NutraFit's whey protein supplement after meeting the founder and hearing about his journey and his commitment to quality. I like to support up and coming businesses, so I gave it a try and I was really amazed at it. Now, I've had a lot of different protein drinks, but what made NutriFit different is one, that it mixes immediately and also that the chocolate flavor actually tasted like chocolate. You know, so often they taste that like some kind of chemical engineering science project rather than just like food. And on top of that, NutriFit has no artificial sweeteners, colors, or preservatives, Plus, it includes probiotics, and I find it to be easy on the stomach. Now, the true taste test of it all is that my teenage daughter even likes it. She often has a shaker cup in the morning just on her way to school. Now, there are a lot of supplement brands on the market, but I do want to mention that NutraFit happens to be my personal favorite. And as a listener of Imperfect Action, you get 15% off of any order. When you're at checkout, after you've picked out your products, just use the code TAKEACTION. And that's written as one word, just Take Action. At checkout. Now, my personal favorite, and I'm not trying to influence you here, but is the double chocolate whey protein. And you can order right on NutriFit's website. That's N U T R I F I T T. There's two T's in there. So, nutrifit.net. And let me know what you think.